0: Ding, ding, ding. Lake Forest 101 art class with Arthur Miller is now in session. Scoo, please pay attention. <laughs> Sorry. So please uh, take your seats. We're about to begin. Welcome to the Lake Forest podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, food, and history. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with my co-host, Lake Forest history legend, Arthur Miller, and Lake Forest legend, 57 year legend, Scoo Walker. We all live in Lake Forest. Before we start our class, we have a sponsor for the show, Dakota Insurance Group. They've got your back. Why? Because that's what friends are for. Dakota Insurance handles all your residential and commercial insurance needs. Get a quote now. Hey, are you covered for those cicadas? Call DakotaInsuranceGroup.com. Okay, one of the goals of the podcast is for our listeners to learn a little bit more about Lake Forest. Well, who better to teach us about Lake Forest history than Lake Forest history legend Arthur Miller? Again, okay, everybody, take your seats, fold your hands on top of the desk. Our class is about to get to begin. Hey, Art, how you been?
1: Very fine, thank you.
0: So, Art, we'll start the class off with a listener comment. I don't know if it was a comment, a, a listener issue that has come up uh, regarding the library. And one of the goals of the class here is to kind of educate people what's what's going on in town. Spend money, don't spend money. Put an addition on, don't put an addition on. What is the latest issue with the library, Arthur? Because your first show when you came on, we had the couple architects on and, and Laurie Fitzgerald t- talking about the plan. So I figure you know what's going on. Because people say, hey, Pete, you got it wrong. Well, I don't know anything, but I know I got Arthur Miller you to come on here. got it wrong, and, Pete. <laughs> and and they, can point at, they can point at art. Everybody likes art. What's the latest art?
1: Well, I, think, I think what you have stimulated, and this is what the town's been missing for a while, is a vehicle for a conversation back and forth. In the absence of that, your podcast has been doing that. Catherine Lemmer was on a while back. Then I was on with Dick Boris and James Sheeran offering one alternative, uh, possible alternative way of looking at it based on classical, the basic classical orientation to it.
2: Right. Um,
1: then, after that, one of the people here in town, Rami Lopat, wrote a response to Catherine's podcast. She she put it on paper. She yeah. went to the, both both to federal guidelines that come from the Department of Interior about how to do additions, not citing just the, 19, uh, the 2010 version, but there's a 2017 version that she cited, gave a different interpretation, one that was more in line with being compatible, uh, and also referencing the 17 criteria that the city uses to judge compatibility, appropriateness of uh, projects or petitions to the HPC, the Historic Preservation Commission. And so her interpretation is different, and she's suggesting that Catherine Lemmer's interpretation is out of date, partly, I guess. Um, And so... She points. she's pointing to several things. She's basically giving just kind of a, a Tom Skilling forecast of what probably would be the interpretation by the Historic Preservation Commission if their thing proceeded to that group. It involves a complicated city of Lake Forest procedures, partly because of the unusual governance uh, structure that there is. But I think that the city has said they don't wanna really go to the Historic Preservation Commission. I'm not sure I agree with this, but that that they wanted them to first get everybody together and and agreeing on something and then going to the city with one package of agreement uh, about their plan and then go to the HPC. I don't necessarily, I think it might be helpful if they just went to the HPC Rami's trying to show them what they would get at the HPC if they went there. But okay. it's not the same as it's like if you were if you have a basketball game and you're going to bet on it, you want to get you want to see what the odds are. And what what and Rami's sort of taking the position of the bookie, you know, she's calling the odds. <laughs> she's calling <laughs> the odds and saying the odds are against him. But okay. until you play the basketball game, you don't actually have much and a lot of petitioners do go before they have a project that they want to do that's a little different than what usually happens in town. They go to the HPC and and try it out. It isn't in finished form or anything, but they try it out. And I think that if the city let them do that, it would probably move things along, you know, it would get, get, because right now we have kind of a balance of terror, you know, between all the different points of view. And as I've said before, with 20,000 residents in the City Lake Forest, we got about 25,000 opinions. The real test would be, what do the actual people that have been appointed by the mayor of the City Lake Forest to the Historic Preservation Commission, how do they read this? And what do they think? Then with a preliminary, that would be just a preliminary, it wouldn't be approval, but it would be a preliminary comment on what they see then they would, they could go ahead. Catherine Lemmer's view, uh, Rami Lopat's kind of odds on the likelihood of this being yeah. proved, which is like, eh. um, yeah. why not just so, go to the, why, not, why doesn't the city just let them go to the HPC?
2: Question to you, Art, is, I mean, Rami is, she's not on the HPC no. or anything. No. She's just no. a citizen like us who has, I call them watchdogs that kind of, look over the boards and commissions in certain areas and
1: and she's knowledgeable right
2: and she's knowledgeable and voices her opinion so it's it's not like you know rami's saying this so it's gonna happen
1: it's her opinion no it's a forecast yeah Yeah. it's like is does tom does tom skilling get sued if there's a tornado that he didn't call you know i mean just
0: odds well we we asked it's a her right yeah sure okay i don't know her. I just said, "Hey, you want yeah. to come on the show?" I put the invite out there. Look, whoever I bring on, it's my fault. Okay, guys, so it's it, it's okay. So the number number one issue is people aren't talking, right? So whose job is it to get the people together then?
1: Well, the Subjective. library board. The library board could open up to more direct discussion of alternatives. The city, at the last meeting, when they went to the city, the city said they wanted at least three options or alternatives to the plan that's been presented they wanted to see maybe something like the Bores and sharon plan and then they wanted to see what would happen if you just fixed the building as it stands right now uh, what would that look like you know so if you had three different options what would be those price takes because the city's biggest concern is what is it going to cost doesn't mean that they aren't interested in other things but they're basically um, sitting there looking at their bottom line the, c- the city council and so they want to see three different options and how well those three different options can meet both the library's program needs and the building's needs to be restored um, saved whatever term you want to use
0: Right. Well, uh, let's look at the other side guys I mean we had Catherine on you know she answered every question that I had, every listener comment that I had, I mean, sound legitimate to me. All the people that were griping beforehand, I didn't hear a peep from them afterwards. Either they didn't listen to the show or didn't want to hear the facts or what, you know, the other side. What would be Catherine's and the board's side on this? Like, why, they already made a choice on the design? Well, they, they went ahead.
1: They did their own surveys. They're doing another survey, but it, they're doing it from inside their perspective with their, they, so they appointed an architect in 2017 and then they've been working with that architect. The architect came up with a solution, the fellow who's just gone to another firm, woman who's retiring. They came up with a plan that would put a wing a little bit north, but mostly east of the building and that would have large open spaces and a large entry area that would give you a great view from the second floor, from the first floor of the dome of the old historic building. So what they're saying is that that plan brings, it does, it, it meets their criteria for having, taking care of the disabled people or having enabled entry, yeah. 1991 uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, it meets those criteria. It also has an elevator, it has enabled washroom, Facilities. You have a walkway up to the to a second entry in, the, in this in this new wing. Uh, so it takes care of the disability. Uh, the children's department in the basement is crowded. Uh, it would bring the children's department upstairs into that new wing. Teenagers into that new wing it would create a larger auditorium space. Instead of being able to house maybe 75 people, it could hold 120, 150 people.
0: If the number one issue is people aren't talking, so we had this plan, if you go back in time, the library board or Catherine, if they would have said, hey, here's the plan that we're thinking about bringing people in to have them look at it, would that just delay the process or why wouldn't they do that school?
2: Uh, uh, yes. Well, let's keep in mind, Art. right? Um, people are talking, the library, the board, they've had virtual meetings with the public to you know, present stuff. So, I mean, they are reaching out and and people are commenting and there is inclusion. I just don't know if they're that productive when everyone has their own opinion on it, what should be.
0: So people are drawing a line in the sand right now. This is how I want it. How many lines in the sand are there, Art? What the
1: city council said is come back to us when you have three proposals, three options. They still have one option. They're defending their option rather than looking at the Preservation Foundation, which I'm involved with. They've simply said, fix the dome, right size the building, which means not quite so large and probably in a different configuration, and make sure that whatever you do in harmony with the building that exists now, not in contrast to it
2: and they're not getting the three bids and the, the month, the people that ha- are providing the money are asking him to do that. And they're not. Uh, yeah, so that, see, That's, that, if they that's would another problem.
1: Simply <laughs> look at these different options and, and, and then present all those different options and see what price points those are at. Um,
2: Cause, Cause the city has a bucket of money that other departments are trying to pull from the rec, the rec center wants to improve fields and, You know, so many other things that no they want they want to
1: fix the rec center, I think.
2: Right. Well, and fields too.
1: But But, I mean, yeah, but I mean 40 year old, they got a 40-year-old building.
2: Right. So I mean there's there's a bucket of money and everyone (laughs) wants some of it. And you know the city council is the one saying, get us this.
1: And from a look at it. And this city council represents taxpayers, and the city's part of the share of the total tax bill in Lake Forest. This is just an academic subject for you two guys, I'm sure. But um, the city's only 25% of the total. High school's about 50%, and they're looking at raising, you know, raising a bond issue for 50 million. And then District 67, we haven't heard from because they're kind of—I mean, they just—we don't know what they want. The city's only 25% of your total tax bill. So if they start spending a whole bunch of money, all of a sudden your tax bill starts readjusting itself. While the high school is also going out there. And remember. In 2017, the federal government passed a law that above $10,000 per, I guess, individual or maybe per couple or something—I don't know—but you can't, you cannot deduct of state and local taxes more than 10Gs. Well, as a lot of people live in Lake Forest, that 10Gs basically leaves them out, you know, because they're paying income tax in the state of Illinois plus. They're paying property taxes. And so as farther you go east, the more significant those tax budgets show up, you know, or else if people have big parcels of land. So, every those taxpayers paid at least, you know, something like a 30%, they had a one year 30% jump in their local. And state pro- and state taxes. We haven't even had time to absorb that thirty percent increase yet. It, this doesn't affect you two guys, I'm sure you know. But you might know somebody who pays taxes, you know.
0: <laughs> School, you pay taxes over there. Wait, wait, what? No taxes. <laughs> so the people that are listening. They say, "What's the beef with the library?" And we can narrow it down to three points what is the most important point
1: well they've identified a problem that has to be solved which is disabled access to the building to washrooms and to an elevator those that's a key thing they've identified a a stake in the original building 1931 that it didn't give didn't really make enough allowance for children's space um the reason they went to the basement originally probably when the baby boomer kids were growing up was that the basement was bigger you know yeah baby boomers 57 year old yeah they're they've they've identified a problem there's no question about it so Boris and Sharon have said we could solve that problem with our plan then some people are saying why can't you solve that problem or or either why can't you solve that problem better with the building the way it is right now or why can't you solve it? What's wrong with having the children's department in the basement, maybe reorganize it or add some space in one of those other kind of rooms that are hanging around upstairs. But you know, so they just don't wanna talk about these other options. They don't wanna price them out. They don't wanna think about how it could work. They just, they think they have the answer. In the meantime, and this is where the preservation foundation. So
0: when concerned. you say they, you're talking library board and Catherine? Library board,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Library board, okay.
1: So in the meantime, the Preservation Foundation is saying, you know, you've had that dome covered up with material, you know, a tarp. Saran, saran wrap. Yeah, right. Saran wrap for some years now. You have okay. dome, dome sitting on top of a brick square, kind of a, the, the rotunda, the cube. So how stable is that, you know? And why don't you get to fixing that first? And then we can all hash out these problems later. But if you don't fix that, we may end up having no dome.
2: There's no issue, but thing coming across a library's got to be expanded,
1: right? Well, I mean, the, the the people. Okay, if you're a mom, picture who's got a stroller. She's got a kid in her arms. She's got a two-person stroller. A kid in her arms. A toddler. I went to the library last week, and there was one of those ahead of me. The little toddler was trying to put the books in the, re- in the return and stand on tiptoe, but he was doing them one at a time. Got the books in, opened the door. The toddler took off. You know, if, you, if you've ever seen a toddler, what well, that's what they do. They bolt, you know. Mom's there with the kid in her arms and she's got this stroller. Then she's supposed to go down those stairs into the basement with that kid running ahead. She does, I don't know what she's going to do with her stroller. And she's gonna go and, and the little kid in her arms, when she gets down there, the kid's gonna want to look at the books. What's she gonna do with the kid that she's got in her arms? She's gonna put him down near some toys or something like that. She won't be able to see them downstairs because everything is really high in the basement in the children's department. So I'm not saying there isn't a beef. I think and I don't think anybody's saying that there isn't a beef. They're just saying let's look at more than one way of solving this problem.
2: But but, but that that example though, art's been going on for 90 years
1: right but you you know, got a lot of or new... whatever it
2: was 80 years i'm sorry i don't want to but no, what, but what right. i'm getting at is that, that there it's not the library itself right now it, it infrastructurally needs to be fixed the dome and then make it ada compliant right there, there's not a anything out there that's saying you know we got people standing in line to get into the library because it's too packed yeah. and we can't get the kids down the stairs I mean there's more kids when I was growing up in Lake Forest than there are now. Yeah. And there's not an issue there wasn't ever an issue with the children's section being downstairs.
1: Yeah, then, the children's section is a little different now than it was before. It's more crowded. There's more stuff. And so that's a problem. I don't know what that means. I'm not disagreeing with you. And a lot of people that is a, that is one point of view. Why are we fixing a problem? that may not be there. And that's where, you know, maybe it could go to a bond issue, a vote, you know, uh, a referendum about What well, But if
2: the infrastructure is not fixed, then eventually then we got another, it's going to, then well, it's going to have I, to be
1: plowed under and all that. Yeah.
2: What I remember
0: about what Catherine said was that ADA, and I'm not a lawyer, believe me, but you start messing around huh. with the building for sure, and you get <laughs> that stuff kicking in, then you have to do it for the for the whole shebang. I'm sure that's, Weighing out there.
1: The ADA, a big part of it is getting into the building if you're having a handic- handicap. So I'm three weeks out from having my back surgery. I'm doing great. Two weeks ago when I went to the library, I wasn't doing so great. They, the only place where you've got a flat surface near where a car can get is on the on the west side of the building. If you just put a door through what they call the read room now, it used to be the librarian's office, you could with a little ramp, you could have somebody rolling into that library just by changing a window into a doorway. you take out 150 bricks and put in a door and you'd be in business, you know. There are some things that you could do that wouldn't be so expensive. And I think you could put in a handicapped washroom, maybe not one that would, you know, be for everybody that wanted to go to the library, but one handicapped washroom. And that wouldn't be like, deal breaker you know the elevator is a bigger question they have an elevator but it's not very well positioned you have to go around to the back someplace in the building Uh, the the addition from 1978 at the rear that has the elevator is by now it's kind of not very direct you know so so that's another problem that would have to be solved but you could work around it maybe i don't know
0: art i'm giving you this magic wand and you're going to wave it who do we need to bring on this show? Own oh, Sku's magic wand.
1: It's a golf club, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do we bring who do we bring on the show to hash this thing out so we could go to the city and say, Okay, here's the plan. Who do we gotta bring on, Art?
1: Well, you could invite some representative of the library board. You know, there's a director. Okay. Now it's May, right? So May is kind of in the transitional period. I don't know who's going to be the chairman coming up, you know, that or the the president of the board. The president of the board now is Wendy Darling. She'd be one person you could talk to. Okay. Um, I'm not sure who the mayor if the mayor I guess the mayor appoints the chair.
2: You know, you're on the caucus. Well, I know we interview
0: them to come on, but I don't know how they get to a chairman. I'm not that smart.
1: Okay, neither am I.
0: Okay, I got to find that out if anybody's listening. Yeah. Any fact checkers?
2: Let me check the fact checkers. I, 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 All right. I'll, I'll I'll bet it's like the most senior person on the board gets the gets the probably.
1: The it, it has something to do with seniority. Yeah. Right. Right. Seniority. Okay. Well, so no, that's we, not we, true. I mean, the point being that if you've been on the board for six or you know, if you've been on board for quite a while, that's, you that's know what skill. the issues are. You know. Yeah.
0: So we bring somebody from the board on. Who else do we have to bring on?
1: You bring somebody from the board you've already had sharon and boris and sharon you've had me you've had katherine lemmer city uh, manager
2: city manager can expound on the uh, city side of things okay.
1: yeah but he's not the elected guy we're talking politics right now we're not talking operation doesn't that seem fair i mean so i would say the mayor would be
0: okay so so likely. mayor george come on on here
1: I don't know if I'm going to get them on, the, but it's your
0: magic wand.
1: Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, if you had the political people from the library board, and you had the political people, somebody from the political side of the city council, and they could discuss that point of view, that would be one way to do it.
2: Who, who's so, the alderman in that ward? What is it, second ward or third ward? First ward, Come on, Pete. First, first ward, I mean. First ward, not second ward. First ward. So, That's your ward, uh,
1: Pete. Jed, Jed Morris. Um, he'd be. Okay. I'm going to reach out
0: to him and say, "Hey, you want to get on here?" The other yeah. way, if you the magic wand, uh, what if we started a me? What if we, you know, I'll put twenty bucks in,
1: and then the next twenty-four, so that, the next twenty-three million, gonna <laughs> come from. So we need twenty-four million. Okay, Catherine's we got, got about four. Catherine's hey, got it, about four. It,
2: the city okay. has done wonderful things with private and public. Funding, right. and yeah. this is one that should be in that
1: right. process. But okay. what would make more sense would be, to me, is to get a plan that everybody agrees on. Right. If you have to fix the dome of the line. prioritize, well, sell that. Right. You know, so naming so right. we, we, the. You know, um, I like the naming fixed rights. rate. What is it called? Fixed rate field. You know, you could have the fixed rate dome. Yeah. You know, yeah, or whatever. You know what I mean? For a family. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, why not sell that as something? I mean, the Lake Forest College does that. In they're doing over their main building now. You see it when you go by in Sheridan Road, the great big five-story building with the little tower on it. That was done in 1878. It was called University Hall. Then it was called College Hall. In 1981, the president of the college then, Eugene Hotchkiss, sold it to the Young family and they called it Young Hall, that's 40 years ago. So now they've got the Brown family, Bill Brown and his wife Solange, and they've come along and they've given them, I think they gave them eight or 10 million, something like that, that it's now gonna be called Brown Hall 40 years later. Is anybody's, are anybody's feelings hurt? Well, if they are, all the Young family grandchildren have to do is come forward and give them 15 million. And it's Young Hall again, you know. Um, yeah. The library, the Reed family doesn't really live here anymore and the people who gave it were the granddaughters of, um, it's R-E-E-D, they are the granddaughters of John G. Shedd, the president of Marshall Field after the death of Marshall Field himself. Mm-hmm. And he also gave the Shed Aquarium that was built in the late 20s. And this was built with the same plan as that building but in Lake Forest, the Reed family, there, they, Mr. John Shedd Reed, helped the, the son of those of Mrs. Kersey Coates Reed. He donated the wings in 1978. He didn't have anything to do with the design. He just gave the money, you know. But now they don't live here anymore, and it doesn't make sense that it wouldn't be somebody. But but if you look at these different places, you go out to Lake Forest Academy, you see the Reyes family science building. You see the Reed Anderson uh student lounge or student
0: why isn't vince vaughn pitching in we haven't asked or they don't want to like what's the
1: (laughs) well i'm serious they say they can't raise any money until the city gives them an okay the city tells them that they'll give them an okay when they come up with three different options and we have
0: two now is there i've seen uh... they
1: have one option they're not recognizing any other option okay Okay. They got one option. And the city also wants everybody on the same page. They want to have a united library support. Hold on. You, you, uh, never going to happen. How do you build consensus? You get everybody together, which is what you're trying to do with your podcast, urging people to get together. You get them together and they make a, and they make everybody gives something. Nobody gets exactly what they want. But everybody gets something that they can kind of live with.
0: I, I got lost. Start on. There's supposed to be three plans they want to look at, but we they've yeah. only seen one. What happened to the other two? Is that is well, the library gone? doesn't
1: recognize those. They don't, the the okay. library doesn't recognize those. They they're saying those are not workable plans. You know, they're and so they they haven't gone back to the city council because they don't.
0: So that's can, the issue right there. There's two other plans that are
1: rolling around. Gonna, okay. So we got one, tent, but nobody wants to take them inside the tent. Uh,
2: huh. But you also have, you know, with with the city, you have when t- are, you're talking about unified and all that. I mean, you got yeah. people making decisions on the council that disagree.
1: Oh sure, you know, one thing the, that there is, <laughs> but but as the mayor explained to at the council meeting, everything that really gets done in Lake Forest is pushed by one united group. So for instance, if you're going to have money raised for the high school, all those people who support the high school are going to be behind it before they go public. When they did market square over, there was disagreement, but they got everybody into one.
2: No, I I agree. But that's what I get back to the private public funding. There's so much disagreement, but the city kind of falls in line when all of a sudden you say on the private end, we got this much money we raised. Then all of a sudden everyone's united and saying, okay. You know, it's what can the city contribute, and then what does that other group have to go get? And that's, I mean, Forest Park was that way, or sure. you yeah. know, the, it was the, huge the, disagreement. The, about the, the yeah. golf course of all things was going to get shut down by the city until those architects you brought on, they yeah. didn't charge for those plans, right?
1: No, they didn't pro bono. They were so upset. They're from New York, but they 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 they, they came during pandemic to be in Lake Forest. Yeah. So they could breathe, you know.
0: <laughs> so if they're doing it for free, why don't they just adjust it? There's feasibility and making it look nice. So that's one set of plans that somebody's got to tell them to correct. Who's telling them to correct it? The library board?
1: Well, you can't tell them to correct them until you can get inside and actually go and, and try to measure everything out and see yeah. what will fit and what won't fit. They, they don't have the data to do that.
2: Okay. They use,
1: As they said when they were on the air. They went and looked at everything. They incorporated everything they could see from the material that was up online. They milked all that information and they put it into there. And what, what, I'm, there, getting short,
0: I'm, I'm getting short circuited here because if the city wants to see two other plans and you don't let anybody else in there to create the plans, how do you get to two other plans?
2: Well, and this is my other question. When you said there are two other plans or there has to be done.
1: Yeah, it has to be done. Okay, okay. I'm saying that the third plan is basically what can you do inside the current building, and how can you? And so when I gave the example of running a doorway in, you know, from that west side, that would cost you, you know, fifty grand or something like that. And, and,
2: and because of the building, though, I'm sure it's hard to get legitimate architects out to come and give their
1: well, a lot of them aren't going to do it for free, right? Yes. Well, and, that's what I'm saying yeah.
2: because of the building and what's involved. They're going to Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
1: So the city and and the library, I guess. I tr- one thing I did say to Catherine Lammer was that there's lots of stuff on record that the hardest thing to do with a renovation is that is the design phase, and so it costs a lot of money in design. Then you you're if you have a really good design you then don't have to do as much construction if you have a plan that works with what you've got. You could could maybe spend 25% of your whole budget just on design uh, to get it all straight. So if you were going to work with that existing building, much of what you would have would be fees for architect work. Then once they figured out the little things that you have to tweak to make it all work, then that would be above the architect design phase.
0: So that could be the other side. When I say other side, library board, you know, Catherine. I'm yeah. Just trying so to guess, to they, understand? They, that could be the
1: hold up If they worked on that part of the plan,
0: yeah, and
1: came up with that, that would be their bottom, you know, option. Then yeah. the the Boris and Sheeran plan or some version of it.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Would be the middle plan, and then their plan. With the great big spaces in the, in the wings, which would probably tend to make the rooms in the old library feel very small, um, that would be the other plan. Okay. And so, all right. So,
0: so somehow we got to get these people together. Right. The likelihood of that happening, I don't know. I'm going to reach out and I'll say, hey, these are the people that said yes. These are the people that said no. All the yeses come on board. Yeah. You know, speak up. It's all we can do, Art. Right. Scoo? What do you think? I agree. Okay. Consensus. And
1: and that, that conversation is the way civil society solves problems. They talk in a situation where people need to be polite and not be mean to each other, but simply try to explain why they disagree and what their point of view is. It doesn't mean that the other person is stupid or biased or corrupt or anything like that it just means people see things differently and that's what the podcast is trying to do is to fill that void it used to be you'd have an you know you'd have two columns in a newspaper story where you'd yeah. have pro and con you know well yeah. we don't have anybody doing that anymore it, it nobody seems to want to do it because there's no advertising for it yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I
2: think the, the the biggest problem is there's there's people, and that's just natural, right? But there's people that are highly passionate about building this huge new library, and there's other people like myself. I'm like, fix what's there. I <laughs> think it works great. I mean, you know, it's a large undertaking, but fix it. Yeah. I mean. So, but that's the problem is everyone has their opinion and then you pull them together and whoever, not at least nowadays, whoever's loudest is the one that's heard, but that's, that's not how it needs to be.
1: No. I mean, people have to listen to each other and try to figure out what's manageable. What can we all live with, even if it isn't exactly what we want, that right. gets the job done? Because well, everybody I- agrees that, you know, you've got to have handicapped access and that's, right. and that's
2: that's the beauty of this town and the ability to have a private public funding of something. I mean, and I go back to the golf course, too, because, you know, 25,000 people don't golf a deer Path, <laughs> <laughs> And there was loud people like, why are we even doing that? You know, but what really triggered it is the city said, you know, this is X amount of funds we have. Go out and raise it. And they did And all of a sudden it's a beautiful course, probably one of the nicest public courses around here.
1: Minus those water holes. Minus those water holes. Yeah, that's true.
2: That's true. Well, there's two big ones now. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay.
0: We asked the library board. Catherine's already been on. I'm going to ask her to come on again. Uh, She's she's probably got nothing else better to do. Anybody's got a third plan that's coming out there. And then... uh, we're gonna start a GoFundMe page for uh, the library. Is that what it is? What, twenty no. bucks, twenty bucks a person at twenty thousand residents that's four hundred grand. I guess we're gonna need a little bit more
1: money. I think you, know, <laughs> you want to go and tackle somebody who can who's, yeah. or who's who's made four or five million dollars in the last two weeks, you know or something yeah. and see if they'd like to have their name on. When the Reeds put their name on that library in 1931, they were new yeah. money. They were new money. Their dad was president of Marshall Fields, but that's new money. You know what we need is somebody who's recently made money and made a lot of money to say, "Hey, I could do that. I'd be a that's star. in that passionate group, that passionate yeah. library."
2: Group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. and so I'll, so for the put,
0: listeners out there. Anybody that's recently made four or five million dollars, please reach out to uh Pete at lakeforestpodcast.com. There you go. The I first just word to
2: talk just, is GoFundMe page.
0: Just, just <laughs> wet our beaks. <laughs> I'd rather see the money go there than in the dumb lawn signs. But then you know what? Hey, I complain about, hey. about the lawn signs, and I see you guys putting up the uh hey i got a cool house lawn sign
2: you, you know what they should have done is they should and they still can is you know just like in back to the future save the watchtower or the clock tower they need they need signs that save the dome yeah put them all
0: around take, town take the saran wrap off go find yeah. me okay
1: falls on before it falls in right
0: so professor uh i guess the class pretty much got taken over by this uh this lesson on uh, library uh, planning
1: again. I can put my life back together.
0: If we're thinking about this incorrectly, please, somebody point us in the right direction. Correct. I guess our art class is coming to the, to an end. Art has to go somewhere. Stu has to go write up some policies. Thank you. Oh, Art, you are, I'm telling you, people love you. <laughs> people can, can, can give or take, Scoo. Everybody hates me. But they love art. They love art. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at Lake The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-hosts, Arthur Miller and Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening. Our class is now over. Bones ringing Beautiful. Ah!